Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Seasons greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am J.P. Mosier. And we're here celebrating the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. JP, how you doing today, man? I am doing fantastic. Sorry, everybody, for the little bit of the delay. We uh, Right, first ever late episode. First ever late episode, but I'm kind of excited because most of the time when we do these things, we record them and we release them a few weeks later. We do them in pops. But today... I know what's going on today. Yeah, today. So it, we're in the middle of the World Series. So Red Sox Dodgers, yeah. for those of you guys that are following along with us. Red Sox us. currently up 2-0. 2-0. 2 big lead. Um, to one of my least favorite teams, uh, the Dodgers. Hate the Dodgers. Mm. Um, and I was thinking, what are my least favorite sports teams, sports franchises? The Dodgers are up there. The only thing, the only team I think I hate worse than the Dodgers is Alabama football, and that's because I'm a big Vols fan. So they got me thinking, what is y'all's least favorite sports team? Good call. And I imagine most people will tie their least favorite sports team in with their favorite sports team. Sure. Because they'll be the enemy of your favorite. That's true. That's good. Yep. So, Rob, Absolutely. who's your least favorite sports team? Do you have one? My least favorite sports team is probably the Washington Nationals. Okay. Because of their relation to the Braves. We're both big Atlanta Braves fans. The Washington Nationals uh, used to be the Montreal Expos, and they just have always had this thing of just killing the Braves, sure. especially when they were the Expos. We've had a few good years against the Nationals, but it's just a holdover ha- holdover hatred. Plus, they've got Bryce Harper, and yeah. it's just he's like public enemy number one. Those big president heads walking around everywhere. Yeah, stupid I just presidents. want to punch Abe Lincoln right in the schnoz. Ah, ah those guys. Interestingly <laughs> enough, Okay, uh, since we're since we're talking baseball, why don't we go ahead? I'm Joe Buck. That's right. And uh, I don't know if that's a good Joe Buck or not. Honestly, I don't, don't want to be um, Keith Hernandez. I don't know who's a good <laughs> second guy. Um, no. Uh, let's see. I saw a stat yesterday. I think that nobody has blown a 2-0 lead in the World Series since the 1996 Braves. Atlanta Braves. Ugh. <laughs> Those guys. Yeah. Lonnie Smith. Come on now, guys. Um, anyway. Yeah, oh, but we're not talking about baseball. No, no, no. But we are talking about rivals. And I'll tell you who Johnny's biggest rival is. Who's Johnny's biggest it's rival? It's the devil. And what? Let me, yeah, yeah. Johnny does not like the devil. And I'm not talking about Johnny Be Good. <laughs> I'm not talking about Johnny from Where Did Johnny Go from Hanson. If you don't mm. know that song. Wow. It's, you should. not talking about Johnny Fontaine from uh, The Godfather? No, we are talking about Johnny from The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Whoa. Happy Halloween. That's Ooh. right. Tis the season. Give him a sampling. Halloween weekend. All right, here we go. The Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels Band. Chucky D. The Devil Went 
down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet and you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Look out, Johnny. That's a pretty hefty bet. Look out. That is, I mean, that's a serious bet. You gotta be pretty confident in your own skills. And really want a gold fiddle. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I saw a guy online just a couple weeks ago. It's a funny video, uh, and it's a it's a YouTube channel called uh, Two Set Violin, I think. Okay. And they were watching this guy who was claiming to be the world's fastest violinist, who was like trying to set a world record um, playing the Flight of the Bumblebee, right? And uh, he's playing it at like fifteen notes a second, you know. And they're just killing this guy. They're like classically trained, you know, like super whatever. But this guy had his own violin made that he said it was worth like $1.5 million or something like that. It was like, it was like, I can't remember if he said it was like, it was made of like precious, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, uh. Hair of King Solomon. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And, uh, and it was, you know, it was like, why would you have a violin that costs that much to make? You drop it one time and there's that whole investment, you know? I mean, I realize you're going to take care of it, but. At some point, you're going to drop it. Sure, it's going to get scuffed. Your kid's going to step on it. Like Somebody's uh, going to put it up against their belt and try to play it like a guitar and scratch <laughs> up the back with their belt buckle. Exactly. And there goes your diamond-plated oh, violin. Uh, but you know what? Apparently, the devil had a fiddle of gold, um, <laughs> and he bedded up against Johnny's soul because he thought he was better. What happens here is we the devil's in a, devil's in a bind. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he was way behind. He was way behind. <laughs> And so he was trying to maybe cut some corners and, you know, he's, he's, he's got, in a slump. He's got souls to steal, man. He's been so. 0 for 3 yeah. in the series. Right. And he's like, man. He's, you know, the, everybody knows the devil has trouble with sliders and left-handed pitching. <laughs> so. Stupid knuckleball gets me every time. So he is, that's right. He's in a slump and, uh, wow. And this is the story of what that's happened right, that's right. when, uh, yeah. This is Casey at the bat, but, uh, yeah, but, but the, for the devil. But for the devil. That's right. <laughs> this is the Casey at the bat version that they tell in hell that's uh, right. around the, around the campfire. I is guess. That, I guess a huge campfire oh, probably. That's it's right. <laughs> big old campfire. Um, <laughs> this is from the Charlie Daniels Band's 1979 album, Million Mile Reflections. Uh, featuring Charles Edward Daniels on vocals and fiddle, a.k.a. violin. Uh, A member of the Country Music Hall of Fame, he was inducted in 2016. In 2005, he was honored as a BMI icon. Um, That doesn't have anything to do with the BM that you're probably thinking about. (laughs) That's actually a music performance rights organization. Uh, although, I mean, I don't know. He may have great BM. He may be a BM icon, too. I don't Based know. Based on the photos and the way he looks in the back of this album cover, it looks like he's taking a BM all over the stage on the back of the album cover. Uh, Do yourself a favor and pick up Million Mile Reflections and just look at the back. 
And yeah, watch, don't buy it. Just don't pick buy it up. It. Just Literally pick, pick it up. Pick it up. Go in your local thrift store or record store and just spin it around the back and watch Charlie Daniels take a BM all over the stage <laughs> with a fiddle against his neck. It, yeah, it looks like he's getting chopped in the throat by a violin. <laughs> Uh, and he's trying to like fend it off with That's the right. only weapon he has, ah, which is a bow. Got this bow, rosin it up. <laughs> anyway, anywho, um, he is a member of the Grand Ole Opry, um, and this song went to number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Pretty impressive for a country bluegrass sure. rock song. Yeah. I, you know, there's some weird categorization to this song. It was number one on the Hot Country Singles chart, but it went number three on the Billboard Hot 100 overall. Uh, that's a pretty big achievement. That's what you call a crossover hit. When you release something in, that is particularly, you know, settled to one style and people who listen to other stuff start requesting that song and it gets played on, you know, a country song getting played on a rock station is a crossover. A, yeah, a gospel good. song getting played on a country station is a crossover, you know. Jesus Take the Wheel, I Can Only Imagine. <laughs> like, those are big crossover, you know, kind of things. Um, so this song about Johnny and the Devil was a big old crossover hit. Uh, it won Charlie Daniels the 1979 Grammy for Best Country Vocal Performance. Whoa. Which I find interesting. Yeah, it's not a, it doesn't really show much range. It just kind of gets on there. <laughs> yeah. You know, he just kind of mumbles a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's just, it's kind of a, um, it's a storytelling. Balladeer. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's almost, it's almost precursor to all this country rap nonsense. Oh, which that we've is got awful. Now. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you hate that as much as I do. I cannot stand it. It's like auctioneer country yeah, is what this good. is, I like, like auctioneer country rock. That's good. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I th- think that's weird. Maybe they maybe they just felt like he deserved a Grammy for it somehow, but there was something more deserving in the other categories, like best country song or whatever. I guess. They didn't feel like maybe it was the best song. But, but so they wanted like, him to win something. They wanted, yeah, like, you know, he deserves something like, for we don't this. Have any awesome. good, we don't have any good singers in country. Let's just give it to Charlie <laughs> Daniels. to Charlie Daniels. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was featured in the 1980 movie Urban Cowboy. You ever seen Urban Cowboy? John Travolta. John Travolta. You ever kind seen of it? the western of Saturday Night Fever. It kind of is the western version, the country version country of Saturday Night Fever. I've never seen it. I, so. I think there's a lot of electric bulls. That would make sense. I, the ur, the term Urban Cowboy kind of refers to somebody who wears like western style clothing in city situations. Sure. So I think that is the the deal with John Travolta's character is that like. I don't know if he's from the West or whatever, but he's... You we know, don't know in, much about Urban Cowboy, no. but we're just going to talk about what we think yeah, Urban exactly. Cowboys Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. So it sounds to me like he went to the city, New York City, maybe. He traded in his Jinkos for uh, overall, or tight yeah. pants and boots. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then I guess he probably had himself a good time. I, I guess. I don't really know. Snapping um, line dance. According to IMDB, the Internet Movie Database... After initial box office returns were surprisingly low, a newspaper poll was taken in the summer of 1980 to figure out why teenagers were not flocking to see the film. They thought it would be a big hit sure. with teenagers because uh, John, John Travolta, Travolta yeah. he was hot, man. That was his, his like... kids in the 80s, love early 80s, love John Travolta. Yeah. Um, Coming and, off of uh, Grease. Was this after Grease, I'm guessing? This was a, a, yeah, and this would have after, been after Grease and after, after Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, at peak John Travolta. Um, but one of the main complaints from kids was that they did not know what the word urban meant. Oh, okay. So Maybe. I guess they were stupid. And we still don't today. We still <laughs> we don't know urban, how to parallel it. Urban youths. That's or most, most commonly followed by urban housing or urban youths, I think is most. Urban dictionary. Urban dictionary. Yes, that's true. Urban dictionary. Um, 
So anyway, that's the plot of Urban Cowboy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's our version. <clears throat> has nothing to do with the plot of this, but it is featured uh, in a in a scene, and they play basically the entire song. And he's in it. And he he's in it. Yeah, Charlie playing himself. Charlie's in it playing himself, and and John Travolta's in it playing not himself. Playing I'll make another some Urban movie Cowboy. connection. I got to draw parallels between that and the movie Crossroads. If you yeah. seen Crossroads, yeah. kind of this this is kind of the same story. Actually, I have a confession to make. No. Bing. You- I've only seen the ending the to guitar Crossroads. Scene. Okay. Yes. It's, it's not I've never a bad seen movie. the whole movie. That, that's the, now, if the, we're talking about the Britney Spears version. <laughs> no, we're talking about Ralph Macchio okay. as Eugene Lightning okay. in, uh, in this particular film. He, uh, For those of y'all that haven't seen it and you're guitar fans, pick it up. It's him versus Steve Vai in an epic guitar duel at the end. Very similar in theme to what you are. Uh, what you're experiencing here on The Devil Went Down to Georgia. But yeah. uh, neat little... Uh, Steve I actually plays all the parts. Right. So it's basically him versus himself, but Ralph Macchio pretends to play guitar. Some yeah. parts pretty well. Some parts it's like, no. No, yeah. But good effort, Daniel Steve, And I think Steve I, in that case, correct me if I'm wrong, is... Not the devil. Not the devil He's himself. He's the devil's guitarist. He plays He's like for the, devil's the devil. advocate. Oh, the devil. There you go. Right? Keanu He's Reeves. devil's musical advocate. Yeah, um, So, Yeah. Now, um, the Britney Spears movie, Crossroads. <laughs> She's the devil. Period. She's, yes, she is the devil. In and uh, I mean, she did. She wore, She was the devil in a video. That one video, she was okay. the devil in. So uh, I think it all ties together. That's really. right. Um, so this. Who would did Britney Spears battle in? Uh, would she battle Christina Aguilera for probably, something? I guess. Probably. Yeah, maybe. Christina. I don't know for the, what though. I don't know. I don't know. She lost and she had to shave her head. Ah, so. that's good. Uh, if you win, uh, shave your head. Yeah, that's right. If you lose, Christina yeah, shaves your head. head. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's there good. you go. Okay, okay. I, th- I can feel the I can feel the parody coming up yeah. pretty soon. Timely too, real timely. Mm-hmm. That was what 2008 when Britney right. shaved her head. So that's yeah, right. only we're, ten years behind all that. Yeah. We're so proud that we're releasing something on the same day recorded, and then we're yeah. like, all our references are from ten years prior. <laughs> exactly. We're like, well, when Jerry West was in the NBA. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, this song was almost an afterthought on the album, which I find interesting. It's so funny how that we talked about that in the Africa episode with Toto, that mm-hmm. it was a song that they thought, and eh, this might not even go on the album, but they threw it in kind of last minute and ends up being their legacy song. Uh, this is very much the case with Charlie Daniels. The band had recorded most of the album. Then they realized that they didn't have a song that featured the fiddle prominently. Um, and Charlie kind of was thinking about a, a poem from high school about a, a contest and he sort of inserted the devil into it and the rest is history. Um, that poem was Stephen Vincent Benet's The Mountain Whippoorwill or AKA uh, How Hillbilly Jim Won the Great Fiddler's Prize. Well, all right. Yeah. I can't say for sure, but I think this may also be the origin of the name of WWE Hall of Famer Hillbilly Jim. Well, I think I- they- May have come from the same place. Makes sense. Hillbilly Jim, no shirt, but overalls, big straw hat, mountain of a dude. Uh, Has and, a fiddle uh, tattoo on his back. It's just I, ironic. I, yeah. Um, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, I think, this year. I think in 2018. So, Thanks congratulations. for listening, Hillbilly Jim. Yeah, hey, outfit. Hillbilly Jim. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, kind of loosely based on a, loosely based on a poem, uh, The Mountain Whippoorwill. And I read the whole thing. It's, you know, it is what it is. Fine. Uh, whatever it was it was good for charlie daniels uh the song is an up-tempo bluegrass song about the devil's failed attempt to quote-unquote steal a young man's soul through a fiddle playing contest that involved enticing the young man's participation using a worldly prize 
The song begins with a disappointed devil arriving in Georgia, having stolen far fewer souls than expected, when he comes upon a fiddle-playing young man named Johnny. Came upon a, what, uh, heard him playing a fiddle and playing it hot. Playing what did he say? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, at that moment, Johnny happens to be playing his fiddle impressively hot. Out of desperation, the devil, who, as it turns out, also plays the fiddle, of course, yeah, obviously. Um, the, is there a better instrument it, than, like, obviously for this, this works. It, it, but if the devil really played an instrument. Triangle. Tri- <laughs> Triangle contest. No, it'd be something violent, I mean, right? You think? Or would he be sneaky? I think, yeah, I, I would say probably something beautiful. Okay. Gorgeous, elegant. Uh, you know. I don't know. That's the, that's if you're going with the, like, the devil would appear as a, you know, slick-haired, suave. So if Rob wrote the song, he'd be playing the violin. Yes, exactly. So it would be yes. more melodic. The most beautiful. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so anyway, he makes Johnny a, a bet. He says, uh, um, if you can beat me in a, in a fiddle contest. Fiddle a off. fiddle off. Yeah. Uh, then um, you can have this golden violin of mine. And if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Uh, the devil plays the fiddle first to a contemporary rock music theme with the backing of demon musicians. I think I've, I think I've gotten a lot of this from Wikipedia. I'd usually try to quote what I'm reading from, but I don't have it. Uh, but I think this came from Wikipedia. Um, when the devil's performance ends, Johnny compliments him and takes his own turn, making reference to four songs. Two are traditional songs of Appalachia, Fire on the Mountain, also Mm -hmm. the name of Daniel's 1974 album. And Granny Does Your Dog Bite, the latter traditionally known as Granny Will Your Dog Bite. The third is an unnamed square dance melody that includes the the, the line, chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. That's oh, a I great line. I thought that was Ida Reed. <clears throat> oh, is it? I okay, there you so. go. I think so. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. I love that line. Could I don't... be wrong, but I think it is. Um, oh, yes, it is. Country music standard Ida Reed, as most famously recorded by Bob Willis and his Texas mm-hmm. Playboys, includes that same lyric, chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Yeah. Uh, Granny, will you dog bite? No child, no. So basically the chorus is plagiarized from yeah. several different sources. And then House of the Rising Sun. And then House of the Rising Sun. The last is a traditional American Southern folk song, The House of the Rising Sun. The four songs are not performed, but are only mentioned by reference. So it's sort of like he's pulling from all these traditions. Like this is Johnny's, you know, uh, his backbone, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, the devil is impressed. He bows his head because he knew that he'd been beat, is what Charlie says. <laughs> um and uh, he lays the golden fiddle down at Johnny's feet. Johnny repeats his claim to be the best ever and dares the devil to a rematch in the future. Sequel. Hey. Which is not near as good. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, Johnny's final boast, as originally recorded from the Million Mile Reflections album, says, I done told you once, you son of a... Mm-hmm. Gun. Yes, I'm the best there's ever been. Now, it was later changed uh, to accommodate radio airplay and uh, top 40 formats to you, son of a gun. So, but nowadays, you're about as likely as not to hear either version on the radio. M- most, I think, I guess probably 55, 60% of the time, you're going to hear son of a gun. But and Charlie himself will only sing son of a gun now because yes. he is a born-again Christian. Yes. And he will talk about it in his shows prior. Like, he'll be like, when you sing along with me, sing son of a gun. And he makes sure that the crowd really? knows. Not, And he talks about his victories over sin and it's uh, it's pretty neat little uh i've seen charlie daniels once so just that's once. right i think you've talked about I this did, on I, uh, podcast. yeah i saw him uh him and taylor swift in concert <laughs> which was 
several years ago, and it was the weirdest thing ever because I had like a bunch of little girls on my left and a bunch of old men on my right, drunk old men. It was just quite the awkward stand between. And Phil Vassar in the middle of not of me and them, but just hanging out with Phil Vassar. No, he uh, he sang uh, he sang in the middle. It was supposed to be Marshall Tucker Band. Um, which Charlie Daniels has a reference to. He played fiddle with them for a yeah. while, um, but they were unable to attend, so it ended up being Phil Vassar as the last minute, uh, last minute call. Charlie Daniels, great, great in concert, great live. But uh, interesting. But he was like, "Now y'all don't be swearing." Yeah, yeah. He's like, basically, he, and it was a victory uh, proclamation for him. There, that was his huh. uh, his witnessing tool. His, yeah, testimony. Yeah, testify, Charlie, there testify. So uh, that's interesting. Okay, that's funny. It's it gets funnier and funnier to think about Charlie Daniels and. Taylor Swift at the same show. Yeah, oh man. Like the longer, yeah. the further time goes, the funnier that gets. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your... um, because I can only imagine now they are on probably completely opposite, opposite sides yeah. of the political spectrum. Um, Charlie is very right wing mm-hmm. and Taylor has recently come out in support of at least, you know, democratic politics. I don't know that she's like crazy left wing, but like, I feel like they would really probably not get along. They won't be doing a, uh, presidential candidate tours together yeah. like they will open for each other then right yeah yeah, yeah exactly um charlie played on a bunch of other things too um played on uh he played ge- bass and guitar on three bob dylan albums really yeah i didn't know that he played i, I, didn't, know that. I didn't really i guess makes sense that he's a bass player i mean for what he does and everything but i didn't know he was predominantly a bass player in that too but he played weird on, yeah i mean now he's a fiddle I, player I would with, never have connected them either like yeah, him to probably, bob dylan me neither seems like two people that you would not find in the same room yeah and he played with hank williams and marshall tucker i get that that makes sense yeah but then you throw bob dylan in the mix and yeah. it's like yeah interesting very weird um so anyway johnny wins johnny beats the devil he's the best after all and uh and the devil has to just I find some other soul. Now he's even further behind. That's right. He's like, great. I wasted all this time uh, and I lost my fiddle. And I lost my fiddle. So now I can't even con some other kid. Because I, right. I, I didn't. Uh, Triangle contest yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, all right. He's all right, kid. I bet. <laughs> I can hit this thing 42 times yeah. before you. Yeah. He just keeps just keeps losing, losing, losing. Yeah. And eventually he's like, all right, kid. I'll tell you what. I see you're pretty good at paper, rock, scissors, son. <laughs> But give the devil his due. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's, anyway, he's like, all right. All right, Johnny. Guess a number between one and ten. <laughs> We're going to play war, the card game, because nobody ever wins that, ever. No. That and Monopoly are the longest games. Just eternal, yeah. Right. Uh, which is good for the devil. He likes to play eternal games because right, yeah. he's in kind of an eternal thing. Um, so, yeah, it was Charlie Daniels who played the fiddle for both the devil and Johnny. Uh, and it was also... Uh, Charlie Daniels, who dreamed up what they would both sound like. He says, the devil's just blowing smoke. If you listen to that, there's just a bunch of noise. There's no melody to it. There's no nothing. That's what he said. You got you to ta- put a little country accent on it. There's no nothing. It's just a bunch of noise and just confusion and stuff. <laughs> hey, and, Charlie, thanks for coming by to do the interview. We don't know what Charlie Daniels sounds like talking, but, well, I guess we do. No, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he I've talks been, on the whole song. Yeah, he talks through the whole song, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he was actually in, okay, so this is my connection to Charlie Daniels. I co-wrote a song uh, that Cody McCarver recorded called I'm America and Charlie Daniels was in the video and he did an introduction for to the video That's very cool. and he says yeah, I'm Charlie Daniels like kind of sounds like that yeah. yeah I'm Charlie Daniels and we're America That's <laughs> kind of what he awesome. sounds like That's so great. anyway so Rob and Charlie Daniels co-wrote a music or co-produced uh, we, nah. we are connected, connected. that is all yeah, that's, that's about better. all you can that's say better. so yeah he um 
He said, there's no melody to it. There's no nothing. It's just a bunch of noise, just confusion and stuff. And of course, Johnny's saying something. You can't beat the devil without the Lord. I didn't have that in the song, but I should have. That's what he said <laughs> after the fact. Like, oh, he's like, crap, I he's left like, out crap. the Lord. I'm a stupid son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, left out the darn Lord. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, the fiddle, a.k.a. the violin. What's the difference? Do you know? Uh, well, fiddle's country. <laughs> exactly. I mean. That's literally it. If you're listening and you don't know the difference between a fiddle and a violin, there isn't one. It's basically that whoever's hands they're in. That's right. Um, Fiddle is more commonly used term in country or bluegrass. Fiddle's covered in beard hair and sweat. <laughs> a violin smells like brute. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's literally it. They're the same instrument. There, There is no difference. It's just a... Uh, now, I sh- what I should have done is looked up how the terms diverged, how the terms came to be. But I don't know. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to make it up. And <laughs> you see, John Travolta... <laughs> Used to play the violin. Yeah, yeah. And, but uh, then he got all urban. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, anyway. You want to meet the band? Absolutely. <laughs> We're talking about the fiddle. Let's go ahead and meet the band. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Hey! All right, we're going to meet the band from the Charlie Daniels Band from the Million Miles Reflections album, and namely this song. Um, we talked a little bit about Charlie earlier, so I'm not going to touch too much on him other than he now resides in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, which is just down the street um, from where I live in Hendersonville. So he's even got a park named after him there. Does he? So if we had this to do over, we could have recorded it in the Charlie Daniels Park. That oh, man. Neat. I just thought of that Dang right it. now. Well, oh, well. Does he go and feed pigeons or anything? Probably. He probably just gets out there and plays the fiddle. Um, on guitar and some vocals, uh, played on 20 Charlie Daniels albums, uh, pedal steel, guitar, banjo, basically all the stringed instruments. guy named Tom Crane. Um, on keyboards, guy named William Joel Taz. Billy Dick, Joel? Billy Stop Joel. Stop the presses. That's right. Billy Joel Whoa. played keyboards with Charlie Daniels. Wow. Yeah, I know. Sorry, no. William Joel Taz DiGregorio okay. uh, plays keyboards. Got his nickname Taz on the tour bus with Charlie Daniels. As he said, the most creative thing. He said, you look like the Tasmanian devil. Whoa. Uh, another devil reference. Um, sadly, True. Oh, uh, man. Has there ever been a Tasmanian devil went down to Georgia? Oh, man. Right? He was looking and he for said, some. He, yeah, he's looking for I whatever. I can spin faster than you. <laughs> exactly. And he just talks like. <laughs> oh, thank the you for time. stopping by. Thanks Tasmanian stopping by, Taz. devil. Devil. He was. A Tasmanian devil. Taz, uh, the keyboard player, was sadly killed in a car wreck in Cheatham oh. County on the way to meet up with the tour bus. So Crap. he was trying to catch up to the tour bus, and uh, bummer on that one. Well, now uh, I feel bad for making jokes. And on drums, Fred Edwards played with Lynn Anderson, Emerson Drive, who I surprisingly don't know, because they're apparently a pretty big thing. Emerson I know the Drive. name. I did too, and I, I was like, oh, I should know that, so I just looked up Emerson Drive songs. And I know none of them, so um, I know they listen here a lot. So thanks for for listening, guys. Um, but uh, we probably won't get one of your songs on here anytime in the near future. Um, also, Fred played on uh, Zach Brown's live album, played drums. Also played drums for Celtic Thunder Christmas. Okay. So if you're going to go from Charlie Daniels, get you a little Celtic Thunder. I mean, honestly, now seriously, bluegrass and Celtic, Celtic music, Celtic music, not that far apart. I mean, really, that's some. Some fiddle playing, 
you know, whatever. They're not that far apart. So that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about it. I, I mean, I've, I've read about it years and years ago, sort of the connection between the two, but I didn't think about it in this context. Um, on percussion that is listed all over the, the most trustful source in the world, which is the World Wide Web, yeah. but is not listed anywhere on the album. Um, looking at the album, and I kept looking for verification on this, so I hate to give this guy credit, but he's all over the place getting credit, so I might as well hear well. James W. Marshall. Um, so if you, if you did, James, great job. If you didn't, there's a bonus nod to your, to your goodness there. Um, on bass, been with Charlie Daniels 40-plus years. I mean, that's... To play with somebody 40 years would explain, well, his, first of all, his name is Charles Hayward. No relation to Jason Hayward. Sure. Um, his bio page, no offense, Charles, I know you've been with, it's probably the weakest thing I've ever read. <laughs> he has a wife named Pat, children Charlie Jr. and Beth, is from Tuscaloosa. 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 Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> and his birthday is January 21st. And that's it. It's Everybody else has stories and played yeah. with so-and-so. But he's been with this guy for 40 years. Yeah, so like, I guess he doesn't want to play put, bass for Charlie Daniels. I know, right? That's all I do. Um, and his birthday is January 21st. So I'm like, well, I got to tie in something. So when's Charlie Daniels' birthday? His birthday is October 28th, which is just oh, around the corner. Yeah. So happy birthday, Charlie. Happy we'll birthday, say, Charles. We'll say this. This is a, a, tr- a tribute to your birthday. Also the same birthday, Brad Paisley, who I feel a, conne- okay. feel a connection. I'm already talking like, <laughs> We're, what is it? We, we didn't do this we when we did a Garth this. Brooks song. No. When we, when we covered, this is the only other country song that we've done, I think. Uh, but we didn't go into this. And we didn't talk like Bob Marley when no. we did sh- I Shot the Sheriff. What is happening? I don't know. There's, there's something, something about, in the air. There's something about this song that's pulling out of us. The presence of Charlie Daniels <laughs> is with us. And it's even slowing down my talking. Also played with Brad Paisley. Uh, he didn't play with Brad Paisley. Birthday's the same day as Brad Paisley and Bill Gates. Bill, okay. October 27th. October 28th. Okay. To 28th. All right. Um... And that's that's the band. Um, and so I was uh, normally when we say this, we're like, "Wow, great band, impressive band." But no, there's nobody on here that you're like, "That's amazing." It's true. It's but they're the Charlie Daniels band, yeah. which is what makes them so good. Is they're a unit, and I think together they collectively support Charlie Daniels, which is the mark of any great supporting band. And mad props to you, Charlie Daniels, for titling your albums. By the Charlie Daniels Band, mm. not Charlie Daniels and his band, right. or even Charlie Daniels, yeah. and leaving out the band. Yeah. But you're the Charlie Daniels. I love it's true because obviously he's the focus. Sure, it's you know what I'm saying. It's like um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that might that might apply to. Even you've got something like even in the same sort of category, you've got Ricky Skaggs and Kentucky Thunder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but. So, yeah, he could have easily just been Charlie Daniels yeah. and just kept the same band forever. Like Billy Joel did for a long time. He had the same band forever and ever and ever, um, but it was Billy Joel. It wasn't Billy, the Billy Joel band. It was, Billy, you know, Billy, he got yeah. he got the billing and he paid the guys and they were, you know, there was mm-hmm. no problem. But, yeah, he just chose to go the Charlie Daniels band. So, classy. Way to be. Good job, Chuck. Good country gentleman. You That's know? right. Oh, yeah. 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 That's good. Tip of the cap to you. Yeah, tip of the cap. Um Man, that was maybe the shortest meet the band that's, section. That's right. We I mean, sped through it. They're just like, well, he's like, I'm married with kids. Happy birthday. That's right. And I hit dingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love that guy. That's What's all. the kid's name? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember his name. Man, that's good. Anyway. That's good. All right. Um, <laughs> it's been a very baseball heavy episode. That's right. Um, it's, it's World Series season. That's true. We're excited. Boys of Summer. The Boys of Summer. Oh, November. Boys of early Quite November. Summer. All right. Boys of Halloween. Uh, yeah. 
So uh, I want to talk a little bit about the the actual playing of the devil and Johnny because uh, their their sections the way they're laid out are really neat. Like it's a it's a cool sounding song on the verses and even the first chorus. Johnny rising up your bow or whatever. That's not chorus, but um, you know that's cool. But then when the actual stuff starts to go down, uh, it gets really neat because he. He, he, you know, gave them a unique sound, as we talked about a minute ago. He kind of gave the Devil's Band their own. They were very electric and kind of overdriven guitar and noisy and loud. It was sort of like heavy metal bluegrass. Um, so let's play a little bit of it so you can kind of hear the Devil's Band, and then we'll play you Johnny's Band here in just a second. Take it away, Satan! <laughs> the Devil opened up his case and he said, I'll start this show and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow and he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss and then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this Devil's Band is is very sort of it's like um it's like Skinnerd, right? Yeah. It's like Leonard Skinner yep. 38 special. That's it's good. electric country. Southern rock. Smells like cigarette smoke uh or probably sulfur, I guess. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> Brimstone. Um yeah, it's Southern rock. And yeah, exactly. It's good it's just good healthy Southern rock, you know. Um but his his playing is just kind of erratic. Like he's making a lot of movement. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, but it's mostly just rank a thing a thing a thing a thing. It's not really the, like Charlie said. There's no melody to it. It's just kind of a lot of flash mm-hmm. and no, you know, not much substance. Um. So then, so then, uh, now, now, I hope you're ready. Uh, because this will stick to your ribs. This is going to be Johnny's <laughs> section. Uh, as he as he takes on the devil head to head. When the devil finished, Johnny said, "Well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done." Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run! The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny does your dog bite, no child knows. So, two killer sections. Who, buddy? And two valuable lessons that I learned from this. <laughs> okay. Okay, if you're ever going to have a contest, go second. You yes. let the guy get everything he's got out, and then you just one-up him, yep. and you win. Yep. So, just always go second. Good. Never, never go first. Um, and get some vocal help if it's an instrumental contest. <laughs> just get a good little sing-along, somebody that can, you know, point to the crowd and devil's in the house of the rise and, so, and yeah. get the crowd involved. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like, man, that was fun. I got to be part of the winning team. Yeah, it's So true. there's your two lessons for those of you in contests out the there. Get crowd, crowd involvement crowd and go side. second. Yeah. Or last. Just last. Yeah, just go last. Yeah, just be last. That way you know what you've got ahead of you, what you got to That's right. Know top. what you got to up it. That's yeah, right. that's true. In football, in overtime, yep. get the ball second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be the home team. That's bat good. second. Yeah. yeah. 
exactly. Good call. Good call. Um, they uh, they play that section going back to baseball one more time. Mm. They play that section of the song at Atlanta Braves games uh, after the seventh inning stretch. So they for it's one two three strikes are out of the old ball game. Clap clap clap, and then it kicks in. And they do that whole part. And the Braves organist, whose name is Matt Kaminsky, who is awesome, I love him. Um, he wears a fake beard and has a violin and they put him on camera up on the, up, 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 up in his booth and he goes ham. He's wearing a, uh, like he wears a Braves jersey with cut off sleeves and, and just goes, I mean, sunglasses, big long ZZ top <laughs> fake beard and a hat and, uh, and just goes ham on a violin, uh, you know, during that section. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, they now they've put a two minute thing in between innings, so now they don't get to play the whole thing. They used to go through like a long section. Now they have to kind of rush it to get it in. But <laughs> shouts out to Matthew Kaminsky out Good there because the best organist in all of baseball. Oh man, tag him on this. Tag I will. We'll, we'll, we'll tag him on Twitter. Um, but uh, his he's at Braves Organist on Twitter, and he does the coolest thing in the world when uh, people are playing in Atlanta. He plays songs on the organ while the opposing team comes up to bat. And each player, he picks out a song that has some connection to their name. So, like, Lucas Duda would come up to bat and he would play Camp Town Races. Camp Town Races, sing the song, Duda, Duda. Duda. Like, stuff like that. And a lot of times it's stuff that kind of pokes fun at them or, you know, whatever. Instead of, of course, when the Brave comes up, when the Braves come up to bat, they play, you know, whatever songs their players have chosen. Cool, yeah, cool walk-up song. Um, but for the opposing players, he plays a, a little brilliant. ditty on the organ that is, you know, kind of pokes fun at them. This uh, but, this episode is brought to you by the Major League Baseball Association. Any right. reproduction, <laughs> redistribution without the express written consent of the Major League Baseball is strictly prohibited. <laughs> That's awesome! Oh my gosh! Uh, I hope I hope you people like baseball. I if don't know. not, we yeah. There's a lot of stuff. We know we have a lot there. of soccer fans out there, so we'll try to tie in more soccer. We'll get Martin Page back on here and let him talk about soccer. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, covers. You say you got covers, some yeah. covers. Give me, give me some covers. Okay. Um, one of the more- give me some covers. <laughs> give me some covers. Yeah. Give me your fingernails. Uh, one of the more interesting covers uh, is by Primus. Uh, I don't think we've really talked about Primus before on the on the podcast. Um, Let's but they're pull. really interesting three-piece band that kind of features the weird mind of Les Claypool uh, on bass and vocals. And um, so they did a cover, and it kind of makes sense. Like, when you hear it, you go, okay, I see that. I, you know, I, I get that. Um, but uh, I don't know. You guys be the judge. Let us let us know what you think here. Here's here's a little bit of Primus's cover of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul steal. He's in fine with his way behind, so he's willing to make a deal. When he come across this young man sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumps up on him and stumps says, Boy, let me tell you what. Yes, you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you can't take it there, I'll make a bet with you. You play a pretty good fiddle, son, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against you, so I think I better than you. So it's just kind of an it's just kind of a ramped up version of the original, but it's Primus is really weird and it's got a weird claymation video and um, you know whatever. So it is what it is. Pri- Shouts out to Primus. Some of your stuff is really great. Some of it's just too weird. I don't know. <laughs> Pork Soda album. I was a big fan of, uh, and some of the stuff after that too. Some of it. Some of it's just too weird. I don't know. I just I can't. No, the Muppets did a version of it. The Muppets did do a version. Uh, the Muppets did a version that was very faithful to the original. It just had some of the. Um, uh, like they did it on the Muppet show sure. uh, and it had like little 
ghosty bands up they're like sitting on stumps and playing you know whatever so yeah it's pretty interesting uh, also alvin and the chipmunks i don't know I, why are we marketing this song at kids like you know what i'm saying we're like here's what here's what you should do kids take on the devil head on in something whatever you think you're the best at. yeah play them in a nintendo yeah xbox sorry i'm old yeah uh yeah so yeah the kids you know the kids are loving loving the devil song um steve quimet with ed de janeiro uh, performed a cover of the song for the 2007 video game Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock. This version uses electric guitars instead of fiddles, though the original lyrics are still performed. It's played as the conclusion uh, of the game in a simulated guitar battle with the devil. Charlie Daniels objected to this version on the grounds that the devil often wins the contest mm, because you're not good enough, sure. um, which he referred to as violating the very essence of the song. Oh, that's good. good not job, happy Charlie. about it. Stand up for <clears throat> Stand up for it. Don't let the devil win. But uh, I think the lesson is just keep just practice harder, maybe, and don't get don't get caught off guard by the devil. Always always be ready to take on the devil in a in a guitar battle at any moment, and take your friends to sing behind for backup. Yeah, you got to have them. That's right. Always travel with friends. <laughs> go last and be ready to guitar battle the devil. Blues traveler does. Have you heard John Popper do it on I harmonica? Hated it. You didn't like it. I, I didn't like. I didn't mind it. I like. I, I like his harmonica, mm-hmm. but nothing else about I, it I did I enjoy. That. I can see that. I, did not. I, I skipped ahead after I heard just a little singing just to hear how he did the solo sections and those yeah. kind of things, which I it, thought was pretty good. It was it, it was live. Yeah, it was, yeah, saw yeah. live. Yeah, it was. I, I thought it was weak. I did not. I did not enjoy it. Shouts out to um, Blues Traveler. We love you, but don't I didn't like get it. us with your cannons and swords. We, yes, we love please. your music. Yes. You're amazing, John Popper. Yeah. Um, Devil went down to Jamaica. You heard the? Have you heard all the? the yes, I have. And, so and this the, is, and it was a parody. It's Travis Meyer. Travis is that right? Meyer. Yeah. Travis Meyer. And it, this parody version, it blew up in the age of like Napster, LimeWire, BearShare, all that stuff, uh, and it was often misattributed to Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's a parody. All, par- it's par- all parodies are weird out. Right. Exactly. So, uh, which I mean, s- seriously, like that, like that's a joke, but like, it's true. That was the case in, in the age of Napster. If it was a funny song, it had to be weird out. Uh, Christian stuff, like the apologetics, the devil went down to Jordan. Yeah. They're still like, oh, weird out. Must be weird out. <laughs> yeah. Weird Al. Making fun of another song. It's gotta be weird out. Right. Uh, even the, um, what was the, the, the bluegrass version of gin and juice? Have you ever heard oh, it? Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. It's I can't remember who does it, but it was like, oh yeah, this is weird Al. But it's like rolling down the street, smoking indo, sipping on gin and juice. Like, and they're like, Yeah, that's weird Al, man. You know, whatever. <laughs> Cletus T. Judd's got the uh Cletus went down to Florida. Ugh, all oh, right. Well. Anyway, no more parodies. No. <laughs> um, so yeah. And there is, we meant like we we said it, but there is actually a sequel. Like we kind of yeah, said yeah, it as yeah, a joke. We- but there is a sequel. In 1993, uh Mark O'Connor who himself is a fantastic violinist slash fiddlist, fiddlist, fiddler, 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 like fiddler on the roof. Violinist. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Mark O'Connor, Travis Tritt, Marty Stewart, Johnny Cash. The Devil Went Back to Georgia is the name of the song. And the Devil Comes Back to Try It One More Time. Um, but Johnny's still the best in the world, man. Just, Fool me once. Shame yeah. on you. That's right. Like, I guess, well, I guess the Devil's probably pretty vindictive. You know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah. So, he's pretty... Pretty mad, pretty upset about that loss. He's just stewing over it for a long time. Got to go back and get this grown-up Johnny out of my face, you know. But can't do it, man. Can't do it. Mark O'Connor. Um, so, yeah. anything You got anything else on this? I think there's one thing that we haven't – one one essential element to the song that we haven't – we've talked about but haven't really dug in too much. So I'm going to see if maybe you want to touch on it. Um, 
Satan, the devil, is a big part of this song and uh, not somebody you really want to be associated with, in my opinion. Uh, I think you can do better. So, um, yeah, I asked JP actually before we get started, like, how preachy can we be? <laughs> like, we've made we've made no secret. We're Christians on the, you know, we've made no secret about it on the show. So I was like, you know, uh, the can I say, can I say the devil hung his head because he knew that he'd been beat? <laughs> On a hill called Mount Calvary, <laughs> two thousand years ago. But he said it really twangy. I said it really, yeah. And I, was, and I started to get my 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 eighties televangelist voice on. Yeah, brothers and sisters, today, <laughs> just send your offering of nineteen ninety five to the Great Song Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just reach out to your radio right now. I Touch. see. I see. I feel. <laughs> I, just, I, I see you out there listening. Uh, anyway, I don't know, like. What's <laughs> never mind. No, <laughs> just stop, never mind. Just stop. Okay, I'm gonna stop while I'm ahead. Um, anywho, thank you guys. Happy Halloween, man. Happy ha- Happy Halloween. Sorry about the delay. Go but, do something. Uh, man, go do, go have some fun. Don't overdo it. Don't be that guy that goes to like a church trunk or treat <laughs> dressed in like a slashed up burn victim. Yeah. You know, whatever thing and scares little kids. Sticks don't be the that hook guy. in kids' face. Yeah, yeah don't don't do go, that. Come on, just be normal. And don't sauce. be the person that takes all the candy out of the pumpkin that is like the plastic pumpkin to the people that don't want to participate but are yeah. still kind. Yeah. So they just leave it out front and some somebody every yep. year is always like, ah, oh, look, I got 42 pieces of candy from <laughs> the Clickner place down the street. It's True. like, you jerk. I got to tell it. If we're talking about Halloween, I got to tell a great story about my mom. Okay. okay. My mom came from a real small town. Um, and when uh, she and my dad got married, it was her first Halloween in the city. Right. And um, so she did just that. She put, put candy out on the porch and that's great. They weren't going to be there, you know, whatever. So she, um, but she put a note, she put a note on the, over the you know basket or whatever it was and said it said take all you want trigger treaters like t-r-i-g-g-e-r trigger treaters because i don't know she just thought that's how it's spelled i guess <laughs> didn't think it was actually trick or treat had never really thought the concept through so sure. she's like but where they but her you know her small town that's just kind of oh we're going go we're going to go out trick or treating uh-huh, you know what okay. i mean it just kind of all runs together yeah. like so Hey, get your costume on. We're going to trick or treat. Right. So, you know, awesome. anyway, shouts out to Whitwell. All my, just about my whole family is in Whitwell. And, uh, and country is the day is long. I love it. So, uh, yeah, man, my mom, she, she got out. So shouts out to her. Um, okay. Unless we got anything else, I'm going to get man. out that's, here. That's I got to put on my Spider-Man costume and I got to be at the Johnson, Johnson house by four o'clock. So I go trick or treating. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Why don't we send them out with a little bit more of this here fine fiddle playing. There you go. And, pick a, um, pick a good thanks for listening wherever you are. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Thanks so much. Uh, tell somebody about the show. If you're digging it, if you're feeling it, then spread the word. Uh, join us on the Facebook community at great songs and the great people who love them greatly. Uh, we have a lot of fun on there. Just posting random things from day to day. And uh, give us a shout out on Twitter at Great Song Pod. I'm at Worship Nerd. JP's at Penny Trader 10, P E N N Y T R A D E R 10. So hit us up. Let us know what songs you want to hear. We're ramping down. Season two is almost over. Season two is coming to a close, and season three will be on you before you know it. So I hope you're ready. Tom Flies. That's right. Get out there and get your trick or treat on. Uh, but uh, don't, be, don't, be, don't be weird. Just don't be weird. All right. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. A chicken in the bread pan, I'm picking out dough. Granny, we don't
like no child, no. Ooh.